1: well make it so number one what these are the droids we're looking for in an insane world it was the sanest choice silencio bruno
0: that's my axe
1: hey fellas either one of you know where the smithsonian is i'm here to pick up a fossil
0: i'm sorry dave i'm afraid i can't do that
1: geeks out on joy 94.9 you're
0: gonna need a bigger boat so, after watching Ghostbusters over the, the new one, Ghostbusters... Afterlife. Afterlife. We thought we'd go back and review one and two again, and I'm so glad we did, because I had so much fun, Clayton. Like,
1: I enjoy too. It was um, interesting to go back and look at these films I've not watched for a very, very, very long time.
0: Very, like I actually thought I'd watched it recently, but, yeah, some of it I was just like, how did I watch this? How did my parents let me watch it as a kid? Because I actually... I talked to my brother about this, and we must have gone to the cinema in and Tablelands. So that would have been an effort for my parents. They probably left us there and went off and did something else to the pub, probably. Yeah. <laughs> but I watched Ghostbusters at the cinema, both nice, one nice. and two.
1: So to help you get into this retro space of mind, we have a little something to play to start off with.
0: Yes. Let's mm-hmm. give you some Ghostbuster quotes.
1: Hello, Ghostbusters. Yes, of course they're serious. We got one!
0: We're ready to believe you.
1: You know, you don't act like a scientist. They're usually pretty stiff. You're more like a game show host. He
0: slimed me. Don't cross the streams. Why? It would be bad. I'm fuzzy on the whole good bad thing. What do you mean, bad? Try to imagine all life as you know it stopping instantaneously and every molecule in your body exploding at the speed of light. Total protonic reversal.
1: We came, we saw, we kicked its ass. Do you believe in UFOs, astral projections, mental telepathy, ESP, clairvoyance, spirit photography, telekinetic movement, full trance mediums, the Loch Ness Monster, and the theory of Atlantis?
0: Uh, if there's a steady paycheck in it, I'll believe anything you say
1: ghostbusters what do you want are you the Keymaster, dana it's peter there is no dana there is only zoo there is no dana only zoo what a lovely singing voice you must have i am vince vince clortho key master of gozer vulcas Sildro, our lord of the sebulia are you the gatekeeper
0: The stay puffed marshmallow man who are you guys we're the ghostbusters we are so the ghostbusters i also my brother and i we again we were in far north queensland rang the because we didn't have a copy of ghostbusters we rang the radio station and my brother said my snoring scared him so much he wanted to call the ghostbusters and could they play the ghostbusters theme song for him and they did. Oh that's nice. So we recorded mm. on our tape deck mm-hmm. so we could dance around our room.
1: <laughs> Which you did a match a lot I imagine. A lot. Mm-hmm.
0: I liked ghostbusters. <laughs> da, 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 da.
1: Look, it is a great classic theme song. Um, it pops up in the movie a lot faster than you expect. Like these days, like the, the big theme song doesn't all come to the end of the film, but this is like in the first five minutes. Mm, so it's fantastic.
0: Yeah. You get your first big scare as well, which you've got to admit, those special effects weren't they didn't age too badly.
1: Uh, no, I don't think they did at all. Actually, kind of, they used some really old technology, um, that. Um, is kind of been used for years and years and years and years and years and they just used it really effectively and it didn't need anything else. No. So it's just, it's like just basic overlay of different footage over top of each other and then, you know, ghosting one out essentially. So yeah.
0: And even, and even some of the effects like the eggs, like they were done in such a way that it was eerie it was sort of omen eerie in that aspect um and damon and all those kind of real horror movie eerie Mm. but then they package it so the eggs that were boiling and then exploding and cooking themselves and really simple effects of jumping out and i was watching it going so scary (laughs) because you know what's causing it Mm. it's so easily to do
1: yeah, absolutely, um, and if you, just in case you have never actually seen Ghostbusters, we probably should mention oh, probably. Uh, something spooky is going on in New York City when paranormal investigators begin a new service. Ghostbusters—they are sent on a wild and wacky ghost adventure twice. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yes, so Ghostbusters one was released in 1984, mm-hmm. and then five years painstakingly later, Ghostbusters two was released.
1: Well, they needed time for it to have a baby.
0: Yeah, true. <laughs> so, <laughs> um,
1: so, yeah, it was like, I don't really remember that time difference. So I just kind of think of the films both in the, the same context. I was, what, nine and much older <laughs> when they came out. But, um, yeah.
0: Yeah, it was probably similar. Was, yeah, same, same distance. But, yeah, I guess at that age you just don't think of them as differencing. But there was a huge difference. I mean... I think we went from, I mean, look, the really good stuff was good. Um, I was One of the things I really noticed, again, this one is in the first Ghostbusters, the orchestral pieces were just amazing. And then I realised, oh, I've gone to Hamer Hall and watched the MSO do a live orchestral play while... Um, the movie's playing, and if you haven't done that before, like, keep an eye out, because I've done Star Wars, I've done Ghostbusters, and I've done something else, and they're just so much fun, because the orchestra loves it, because they're sitting there watching it at the same time, and they pipe up and start playing, and it's just amazing, it's really just Ghostbusters, especially, like each person has their own step kind of thing. Like when they strut on and strut off, you'll listen to it. You'll hear that person's step. It's a bit like Star Wars, where there's the Death March for Darth Vader and things like that. Like each of the peop each of the Pleasants have their own mark. So it's really, I don't know if you notice music like that.
1: No, I didn't actually. But um, it's a really. I'll definitely if I ever decide to watch it again, I'll definitely look out for that. Yeah.
0: So, yeah. But it doesn't happen in the second piece in the second movie. I think we must have come into soundtrack genres Um, and I think the soundtrack for the second one was very, you know, Bobby Brown.
1: (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Um, In a song called On My Way and then there's like um, the Ghostbusters rap and there's like all these um, like just strange songs that pop up.
0: (laughs) (laughs) It is such fun. I do love a bit of good music behind.
1: Um, The acting... You know, the actors at the time were kind of very big names. And, you know, they still are now in their own ways, but you know, we really probably, because of these films.
0: And if you don't know their names.
1: Oh, yeah. Dan Aykroyd, um, other people. Sigourney Weaver. Um, oh, I've got a mess blank on the other two.
0: Because I forgot to write them
1: down. Yeah. Um, Harold Ramis and... Yes, um, the, uh, I've forgotten them probably the most Pete famous. Pete
0: Venkman one. is played by...
1: Probably. Um, anyway. Famous guy. Yeah. Um, really, Mansell Blank and then on air the, is always great for radio. Um, so, um, but all these sort of famous names that were, you know, they're big because of Saturday Night Live and all that sort of thing. And they kind of wrote the film as well. So, um, it's, it's a, such a great sort of cast, except there is a bit of a big glaring problem with actually the character who we have currently um, Bill Murray. Um, so, Bill Murray's character of Dr. Venkman has not aged well.
0: So, I, I've literally got here. Peter is so, so inappropriate.
1: He's. I think he's more than inappropriate. He is um, completely unlikable. Like, I, I didn't like him at all.
0: So, one of the lines, this is, I had to write this down because I was like, he goes to, he's doing these, um tests on people and he goes Alice are you menstruating right now it's a good question because I'm a scientist and you're just like sitting there going no you can't ask people that like not even in that era whether you're a scientist or not
1: yeah it it, there's just so many things that he does and the way that he um harasses dana into dating him is is not good at all and it's just not even believable that she would actually end up wanting to spend time with him outside of um busting a ghost
0: oh, when he's forced herself in and she's like and it's it's all this ah, ha, ha, oh no you have to go kind of thing and i'm like hmm, that is creepy mega creepy
1: it is and so like it's something that when you watch think from the past, you do have to go, okay, that was not good. And it's really not at all. Mm. So um, I don't think it's enough to sort of necessarily cancel it because I think you you kind of have to be aware of it was very much of its time.
0: So and uh, the bigger thing of its time, mm. like not to pass over that too, but something that really shows how everyone's smoking inside while <laughs> walking through the hotel, they've just got cigarettes in them, they're just throwing it on the ground. I was like between that and the misogyny i was like oh this is dated so mm. badly like
1: the actual story is fine it's just oh, there are great. some concepts that have dated not too well in there um so what i did think though watching this now is that it felt like a very long saturday night live skit that so, is
0: true yeah. yeah
1: it's kind of it's it, it's more than that but it's it's definitely like that same sort of format of a saturday night live skit there's absurdity <laughs> in with reality and you know it's it's <laughs> Definitely, you can see that where these people came from Saturday Night Live, except for Sigourney Weaver.
0: Yeah, and you can see the putting together of the amusement and things like that. Um, And I think Aykroyd, so for two, Aykroyd and Ramus collaborated on the script, Mm. and it went through many variations, which took it so long. And... Realistically, they want you know they wanted a, the- a theme to it and a story, and they wanted to convey the message of the negative human emotions that were happening in large cities during the time period. That's there, hence the mood slime in two. Love um, slime. But yeah, I should have looked up who directed the first one because that would make sense then if the, if 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 the the guys um, wrote it, then I- and they were straight out at Saturday Night Live.
1: They were and uh, yeah, they, I think they both wrote both films actually and um, Jason Reitman, sorry, no, that's the current film, Ivan Reitman um, directed the film. So um, that was when I remembered off the top of my head but not, not Bill Murray's th- name. Bill Murray, Bill, sorry. <laughs> uh, however, before we go, I do think you found a very interesting fact that I, I wanted to mention. There is a villain in the second film called Vigo, um, the Carpathian, um, and you found out something I was very surprised by.
0: That he was actually a real person. Yes,
1: he's not just made up for the movie.
0: I know. How good was that? Like, I was like, there is a whole, if you go the Carpathian.com, there is a whole site dedicated to him. And because when they talk about him and I don't know what triggered me, but the way they talked about him, seems so detailed compared to everything else in the movie. I actually had to go look it up properly. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, yeah, he was he was actually a, you know, it's, it extends much further than his appearance in Ghostbusters 2, who was born in 1505, and he actually did get torn apart and killed, like, five separate ways to get rid of him because he was such a scourge.
1: This actually reminds me of, like, um, Rasputin. Yes. Um And, yeah, so that sort of story seems very similar.
0: Yes. But I love he died at the age of 105.
1: Pretty good for the time.
0: And he did not die of natural causes. A rebellion by his subjects after decades of unrest, torture, death, and representation. Vigo was captured and executed, befitting the rule. He was poisoned, stabbed, hung, stretched, disemboweled, drawn, quartered, and then beheaded. And his earth... Earthly body rested death until the very resisted death until the very end.
1: Yeah, that's not creepy at all. <laughs> no,
0: not creepy. <laughs> death is but a door, time is but a window, I'll be back.
1: Which he was in Ghostbusters
0: 2. Yes, very much so.
1: (laughs) Uh, If you want to check out Ghostbusters 1 and 2, they are both available on Binge or probably just check your parents' DVDs or or
0: VHS even. (laughs) (laughs) If someone's got it on VHS, please send us a photo. That is amazing. Yeah, absolutely. (laughs) This podcast was produced by Joy Media. You can support Joy's diverse sound and diverse community this June by donating to Joy Radiothon 2024